COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa, both S's. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC Sativa Pod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor.fm, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have five dollar and above tiers if you're feeling extra generous and a special thanks goes out to our current patreons and supporters shout out to our friends of the show reefer revolution for supporting the podcast shout out also to joey one love 420 also a friend of the show and contributor of of the show uh, and founder and frontman of keystone state reviews becoming a patreon or financially supporting us through anchor patreon paypal gets you perks like early episodes exclusives and shout outs at the beginning of every episode without further ado let's get to the episode Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here joining you from legal Massachusetts, the heartland of America. So for today's episode, this is our second to last episode on our Reasons for Legalization series. And this episode is about how legalization actually reduces opioid overdose fatality rates. Um, I've had politicians, um, specifically my... um, my congressional rep in, 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 in Congress that represents me in the, in the House, when she first ran, she told people that, that, um, when asked about cannabis, that we have to focus on the opioid crisis. Like she didn't even have the stones to just be like, no, I don't like it. I, it's, it's a deadhead drug. I haven't done it since my twenties. Um, I don't know anything about it. We still need to do research. And even then it's just an excuse for people to play video games. You know, I put that stuff down in my twenties and put on my b- big woman pants and, 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 and went into politics and, and, and what, at, what have you. Um, that's the majority of your lawmakers, 
but my my rep she ended up changing her tune when um a dispensary with big pockets one that i don't really like i won't i won't name them here but when when they don't i don't know if they donated to her but they um they went they showed her the a tour they gave her a tour the the facility the grow house and the facility and then now she's more pro cannabis um sadly it took big cannabis and her being buttered buttered up to make that happen but it ended up happening um so again, I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, other platforms like it. Um, I can be followed at IC Sativa Pod on Instagram at I am Canvas Sativa. And to become a Patreon for just one dollar a month, you can go to bit.ly slash two NJMSHN. Again, I'm not tricking your money off at a club or on oldie fans or whatever. I'm I'm reinvesting it back into the podcast. So without further ado, let's get to it. All right. Okay. Marijuana legalization causes significant decline in opioid overdose from marijuana moment. New research finds. And this was written by Kimberly Lawson. Two studies find that opioid-related deaths decline when states legalize access to marijuana. In fact, when adult-use cannabis laws are in in place, the rate of opioid overdose declines by at least 20%. So this is... So when your politician says, oh, we need to just focus on the opioid crisis, legalization is focusing on the opioid crisis. Because that sentence we just read told you that the the 20% of of that it caused a twenty percent decline when there was access to it, so cannabis and and solving the opioid crisis go hand in hand. So when your politician pull, runs that game on you, that's what you need to tell. You need to show articles like this or podcasts like mine that disprove that 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 deflection from a lawmaker that otherwise hates the plant and people. But like I told you, my rep ended up playing ball when 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 cannabis made or two. Both papers published by the journal Economic Inquiry not only show the excuse me the impact of such laws, but also how dispensaries play a role in helping to quell debts. The first study, helmed by researchers in Massachusetts and Colorado, claimed to be the first to show casual effects of access to recreational cannabis and opioid mortality. We found that marijuana legalization causes a significant decline in opioid mortality, especially deaths from synthetic opioids, with particularly pronounced benefits in states that have legalized recreational usage. The study's authors wrote, Yet it is not legalization per se that produces these gains, but rather states that have legal access via dispensaries see the largest reductions in mortality. We estimate that recreational marijuana laws reduce annual opioid mortality in the range of 20 to 35%, particularly pronounced effects on synthetic opioids. The study used three main sources of data, 
death rates involving opiates, prescription opioids, and synthetic opioids from January 1999 through the end of 2017. The history of marijuana legalization in each state, including when legislation was passed and when dispensaries were open for business, and state-level demographic information. During the study period, 29 states had approved medical cannabis, while recreational marijuana was legalized in eight states plus the District of Columbia. According to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, the number of opioid-related deaths has increased six times over the period of 1999 and 2017. Additionally, 36% of the 47% 1,600 opioid deaths in 2017 involved prescription opioids. After running through several statistical and mathematical models that included checks to ensure that their results were consistent, the study's authors found that their broader adult use laws reduced a state opioid death rate between 20% for all opioids and prescription opioids to 35% for synthetic opioids. Quote, recreational marijuana laws affect a much larger population than medical marijuana laws, yet we know relatively little about their effects. Co-author Nathan W. Chan, Ph.D., said in a press release, Focusing on the recent wave of recreational marijuana laws in the U.S., we found that opioid mortality rates drop when recreational marijuana becomes widely available via dispensaries, the doctor said. Opioid estimates are sizable. The study itself states, for reference, the average never legalizer state has 4.82 mortalities or fatalities per 100,000 people from all opioids, synthetic opioids, annually, while the average for medical marijuana law state, there are 6.097 and 0.0. Five six per hundred thousand people. Thus, our estimate estimates imply annual reductions in all opioid mortality between one and one point seven per per hundred thousand people for non-recreational law states. On average, for a state with a population of five million, near the nationwide median, this would save on the order of 50 lives a year or or roughly 10 averted deaths from synthetic opioids alone. Those are conservative estimates, the author adds. Additionally, models show that white people and women saw the highest reductions in synthetic opioid deaths. Yeah, that's because the the doctors, because we have medical racism in this country, they don't prescribe opioids to black people like that. So... We're, we're being, we were being shut out of the opioid crisis because we weren't really, we weren't get, we weren't being prescribed it like that. You know, we didn't have those connects that can, that, that, that a lot of white people can just go doctor shop, or know a friend of a friend that's lenient with, with, with prescribing and they can just get it from there. No, they, they think that we're more immune to pain because we're black and they give us less. So of course, of course, there's going to be a reduction in white, uh, uh, opioid deaths. Additionally, models show that white people and women saw the highest reduction in synthetic opioid deaths in states that legalize recreational cannabis. Whites experienced a 32% decrease, while the statistical effect for women was larger and highly statistically significant compared to what they found for men. The authors did not identify what mechanism is responsible for the reduction in mortality rates, though past research suggests that people who can legally access marijuana be substituted for opiates. A recent study, for example, found that 
than the majority of people who shopped at cannabis retail shops reported using marijuana to help with pain and sleep. Like we talked about in episode two, where recreational is often an over-the-counter um, medicine for people that can't afford to get a card, people that work a federal job and can't have one, people that have firearms and don't want to give them up. Again, this is over-the-counter for, for for those people, and they're using it for the same reasons people that get a card use it for. The new study authors, the new studies author do stress, however, that the casual effect that they identify is highly robust. Our bedrock findings re remain unmoved by variations in modeling assumptions and selections of control variables, and our findings are further cor corroborated through placebo tests, they write. Our results show that there are a substantial ancillary, ancillary, ancillary effects to marijuana legalization, especially recreational marijuana laws, and they offer important food for thought as many states continue to contemplate expansions to both medical and recreational marijuana access. Their findings support a growing body of research that link the availability of medical marijuana dispensaries and a drop in the rate of local opioid-related deaths. In fact, the focus of the second cannabis-related study published recently in Economic inquiry according to its findings after a medical cannabis dispensary opened in a in the country prescription opioid deaths fell locally by approximately 11 percent these results the author writes suggest a sustainability between marijuana and opioids quote furthermore the study concludes the unintended if unintended beneficial effects of allowing marijuana dispensary operations should be considered by the policymakers as they aim to curtail narcotic abuse and limit the impact of op the opioid epidemic. End of article. So this fiction that, that, oh my God, we, we can't talk about cannabis legalization in this state, or I can't have an opinion on it just yet until we quote unquote solve the opioid crisis. Hey, that's cowardly behavior from these beer and wine with Xanax on the side politicians. And I include my rep until she got hip to the game. Shout out to you, um, rep Lori Trahan. This is not going to be a deadhead issue anymore. We are your constituents. There are, there are marijuana dispensaries in, in, in the town where her district office is. So this whole, this is a deadhead issue or we need to just focus on the opioid crisis. That's a cowardly cop out. She, she hates the plant. She hates the people that use the plant. But money talks and influence talks and the big dispensaries talked to her and said, you got to play ball or you're not going to get reelected. Uh, we're going to donate X amount to your campaign, maybe, or we're going to pull some strings so you get reelected. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, I, I changed my mind. It's not a it's not a deadhead issue. It's not just a we have to focus on the opioid crisis before we look into legalization. I'm going to have to vote yes, because the people of my state voted yes. The people of my state have dispensaries in my district office. So I have to play ball or I'm not going to get reelected. I rewarded her for her for her getting hip to the game, and I, I voted for her re-election. But our politicians have to learn to play ball. They have to play ball. 
This is not a deadhead issue. This is not 2004 or 2008, where you only had a handful of, of medical marijuana states. It was support wasn't even in the 40s, you know, nationwide. Um, only people talking about were like Rand Paul and Dana Robarker or whatever. This isn't that time anymore. It's it's 2020 in in, in a variety of states, including um, swing slash battleground states like Arizona. There are hundreds and thousands of people on those patient rolls. In Arizona, it's like, I think it's around like 200 or 300,000 patients, you know, and Arizona is, is projected to be a toss up state this year, you know, um, you, you think, you think they, they don't, you think those 300,000 people that are, that are probably also voters are not taking in a cannabis, no, a politician's position on cannabis. If you don't think that politicians, then I have a river, then I have beachfront front property to sell you in Idaho. Okay. But that's, that's, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, you know, but we got to keep pushing. We got to keep pushing. Um, you know, when our politicians are going to dismiss, we're going to make politicians that continue to be like, oh, this is a low priority issue. This is dead at issue. They're going to be ran out of office. Like you cannot play that way in 2020 anymore. Um, but I guess that wraps it up for this episode. Um, I don't want to keep this on too long. I don't want to ramble on for too long. So I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, other platforms like it. I can be found on Discord. Um, we have a ever-expanding community, and you can join that at discord.gg slash 65TG2NR. And you can become a Patreon at bit.ly slash 2NJMSHN, and you'll follow me at... I see Sativa Pod on Twitter and I am Canvas Sativa on Instagram. And as always, stay Medicaid, my friends. Peace out and free Julian Assange. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave
leave a voice message at 617-466-9389. And I may just play it on a future episode. Feel free to join the ever-expanding I Am Canvas Sativa podcast planet on Discord. We've, yes, we've got a Discord channel. And that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.